0: Welcome back to When Fear Reigns, a podcast that helps Jesus followers live their faith in a secular world. Uh, as you can see, we are still COVID world, and at the time of this recording, uh, there's a spike here in the Green Bay area, so we are recording from home. But today, we want to take on one of the challenges that a lot of people are facing uh, with the political discourse that's going on in our, our country. But uh, before we get there, I just want to thank you for joining us, for uh, participating and listening in on these podcasts. Uh, your feedback is uh, we love that we read it uh, if you rate and review us if you go on apple podcast or google um, and let us know what you think we make sure we read through those and and uh take those into account as we're planning our next sections as we're planning uh, future uh, episodes uh, we love hearing from you guys uh and and of course i can't forget to add that we have a facebook group uh, that's a closed group discussion group poland Uh, When fear reigns, and that's a place where we carry on the conversation a lot of times, uh, with getting getting a conversation going between us and between you. So uh, make sure you check that out on Facebook and join us there. I'm excited to dig into this conversation today because I think the topic of racism has really created for a lot of people a a, a paralysis of what to do, what to think, um, and is pushing people, forcing people to have an opinion on it, but they're not sure where to go, and it feels a little bit like deer in the headlights. Um, or the al- alternative is some kind of clenched jaw and dug in heels. Let's talk through this and see what the Bible has to say, and I'm excited to have Pastor Parlo walk through this with us because I think uh, he's going to have some unique in- insights, not only from Scripture, but from life experience. John, help us get started on this topic. Help us define racism. Help us to understand uh, what it means, but also more than that, how uh, people are using it because I, I think part of our our difficulty in having this discussion is that people are using racism with different definitions. Can you just help us understand what what we're talking about here?
1: I would say that I've always believed that the broad definition of racism is to use your race or ethnicity and, and say, because I am this color or because this is my ethnic background, somehow I'm automatically superior to someone who doesn't share that. Or on the other side of the coin to say, because people come from that country or that ethnicity or that have that much melanin in their skin or a lack of melanin in their skin, somehow they're automatically inferior to me. That's how I usually understand racism today. And um, I know today that's usually not the term people are using. They're using systematic racism, which suggests that there's race-based discrimination and it's ingrained or it's woven into every law and rule, of truth. and and even if the actual laws in the actual laws, it makes no overt reference to race. Ben, it's it's somehow there, and of course it's it's possible for nations to have openly racist laws and policies. I mean, we've seen them in the past. You can look at them in the past. H- however, this this charge of systematic racism typically suggests that a system is is structured or applied with an unfair impact on a certain group of people. Now the concept, the concept of systematic racism, implies that you're even a racist if you don't hold those racist attitudes. You just don't know it. You're, you know, it's racist regardless if you think it's racist, and so it ends up making everyone racist because, well, they're not the race people want them to be, or they're not the same, and that's why it's such a controversial subject. And and one that needs to be unpacked if we're going to have a discussion from a Christ honoring biblical standpoint of what is racism and does racism exist? And if so, how can we combat it so that we can better reach out to people and build a bridge over which we can share the gospel
0: of Jesus? And I think what you're talking about is an important discussion to talk about um, the heart and talk about. The society, because we're going to talk about this in a little bit, so I don't want to jump the gun, but individuals versus culture, that's hard to influence, hard to be culture as an individual.
1: Yeah, agreed. You know, I mean, I'm giving an example. I haven't grown up in South Central Los Angeles in the 60s and the 70s, where you had the race riots, and most of my friends were black back then. And uh, what's interesting is I still see, I think we've gotten a lot better with race and and against racism, but it's still there. For example, you go ahead and you you apply for a job today ben and you put down j peterson j period peterson as your name probably going to get some looks maybe some uh uh maybe some contacts you put down jamal peterson and i'm willing mm-hmm. to bet in some places in our country even today you're going to get fewer than you would if you just put down j peterson i think there's there's an mm-hmm. example racism that still rears its ugly head today. I think you see that when it comes to housing a lot of times. I think you see that when it comes to maybe uh, schooling and so on. Now, there can be reverse racism too, where because of the color of my skin, I get things that really, I maybe didn't earn or deserve one way or another. But to say that there's still no racism today, I think, as some will try to tell you, is, is just not true. And maybe there's not a lot saying that, but That's different than systematic racism.
0: And I think going back to definition, one that I've heard, and it's not the one you said, but it is out there. It is prejudice plus power. And so if you're not, if your ethnic group is not in power, then you can't be racist. And this is, I'm not, I don't want to get into a, that a viable explanation or viable definition is not the point. The point is, this is how some people are defining racist. And so when we're, Kind of as individuals again on, on in our our relationships our lives when we start talking about this understand that's where people some people are going to be coming from and to meet them and i think there's another place where your questions right uh, what do you believe have you always believed that would you consider that
1: belief have you ever considered yep. yeah.
0: those those questions become critical because you can't assume on something like racism that the person you're talking to is using the same definitions you are. So you have well, to especially take a step in a culture, back and ask questions. You know,
1: ben, especially in a culture okay. that's post, post-Christian and also uh, post-modern in the sense that there is no truth in a lot of people's minds. So they're just making up the definitions. And that's why, just like when you talk to people who are involved in cults, you got to define what they're talking mm-hmm. about because they may be talking about one thing and you're talking about a total different thing. And and that's right. certainly in the right. case with this discussion that's needed about racism.
0: Mm-hmm. Does racism ever show up in scriptures? Is that a that an issue that the scriptures deal with?
1: Yeah, you know, you and I would clearly say we point to a, a lot of different things. I I always tell people from this vantage point, um, prior to the dominance of what you and I would call the Judeo-Christian uh, worldview, listen, there were broad concepts uh, such as. Uh, the broadcast of like human equality, you know, and universal rights. and exists really were brought in for, through Christian principles and a Christian worldview. Then the natural assumption was that the strong and the privileged, something you just mentioned, were the morally superior and they should be in authority. And, and they were to do as they wanted to, to the what you would define in your culture as the weak or underprivileged. And then people would make, you know, think back then in history, sweeping judgments. About race and sex and and social status, you know, the, the biases back then. You do your history, especially in the Greco-Roman world. Uh, they weren't just assumptions; they weren't that were commonly held. They were they were considered to be universal truths that always blow me away. So mm-hmm. the point can't be, um, I think, overstated that what the modern world considers evils were imagined uh, were actually ingrained truths in a pre-Christian worldview. Mm-hmm and you know you see how it changed when christianity started to have more of an impact you can see that not only in the time of the romans the early christian church but think of the civil war civil war was really the christian movement had a big deal about making sure listen you got to get rid of slavery and and as a country remember you've got we're the only country i ever said that had white people fight white people to free black people and that's a good thing now did we do it perfectly no we have still stuff mm-hmm. to work on. Yes, yeah, that's the whole civil rights of the the '60s that I grew up during, right? You just recently—it was just recently—that our president finally uh, officially said uh, the government officially said that um, the Klan, the KKK, is a terrorist group. That's well, good mm-hmm. that we finally said that. The other administrations <laughs> before, Republican Democrat, didn't say that. So do we have stuff to work on. Yeah, but the Christian worldview is really the one that points out, listen, we are equal. We are equal in God's sight.
0: Um, It's not really the first one to say it, but it's the first one to give any kind of basis for that. Outside of the the narrative of Scripture that God created human beings, human beings fell into sin, sin destroys the relationship with God, and God restores human beings to the death and resurrection of his Son. If you don't have that narrative, that really equalizes everybody as equal sinners and equal saved, then upon what basis do you drive for equality of races or equality of peoples or equality of ethnicities or, or languages, you don't have an objective way to make that case. Christianity stands sure. alone in that.
1: And you, see, and you see the dominant, harmful, destroying worldview of a Darwinian evolutionist. Because mm-hmm. it's not equal, mm-hmm. it's survival of the fittest, baby. If I have to run you mm-hmm. over figuratively, that's what I need to do to get ahead. And and with that kind of attitude, you, you, you don't have the same thing that the Christian worldview has. It says, I don't care what color skin you're sucked in, we have a Savior who bled red for you to save you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something that needs to be understood, yeah. and I think that's, that's the kind of discussion we need to have. That's where you
0: yeah. start from, and and you know I face this a lot in China when I lived there. You know, I would come in and talk about Christianity with somebody, and they would say that's a Western religion, and I would have to stop. and I think it's good pause reason for us to pause too. Jesus did not look Anglo; he did not have blonde hair and blue eyes. He was Middle Eastern. Yeah, he was Eastern.
1: not Northern European. You're right.
0: He was not. It, this is a Central Asian. Origin Palestinian, you know what we call now now call Israel or Palestine that area of the world, and a savior who did not come for one people, but he came for all people. He deliberately, intentionally sent his disciples into places like Europe, Northern Africa, Central Asia, East Asia, down into uh, India. If if legends are true, uh, out east, very soon within three generations, there are missionaries from, of Jesus going into China. This is, this is a religion that is not limited by race, by ethnicity, by where you come from. Um, whereas you look at it, the history of every other religion, you know, whether you're talking about Buddhism, Islam, Judaism, uh, Hinduism, it's for an ethnicity. Anybody else has to be come as close to that ethnicity as possible to be adherents. Christianity says your ethnicity, you can be, let's say, black and Christian. Christianity doesn't ramrod or, or steamroll your your blackness. You can be Northern European and Christian, Northern Christian, or Christianity doesn't steamroll your Northern European. It celebrates the, the differences that God has created there, while correcting the sin that lives that, that may be uh, emphasized or unique among that culture or from that part of the world. Um, it, it so no. it, it doesn't. It, it's a totally different ballgame.